Welcome to the Tej Talks podcast. Forget the property celebrities. We speak to relatable people with fascinating journeys, just like you. Hosted by Tej Singh, we bring you new stories, life-changing deals, and expert advice every week. Ego. What is it? How do you identify it? And why does it need to be removed? And why is it so toxic? So ego is thinking you're better than someone. Ego is getting offended over a a passing comment that you shouldn't have. Ego is the world powers fighting over oil. Ego is Donald Trump. Ego is the chavs on the street with their bikes who think they're big mans. Ego is the rich person who thinks they're superior to other people. Ego is responding in a manner that isn't nice or isn't friendly or is rude when you really did not need to. Ego is taking offence to things that are not offensive. You know, ego is taking certain actions for people very, very personally, like a personal attack, when it's not. Ego is the reason we fight. You know, someone thinks they are more superior. Road rage. Someone doesn't indicate. They're clearly wrong. But how many times could you horn someone who doesn't indicate? Could you say something to them and they would still think they're correct? Ego. That's the worst kind. If you don't indicate, if you're a shit driver, stop listening to my podcast. Uh, ego. Ego is, is everywhere. Ego is the enemy. You know, in, in, in so many things, in, in daily life, in business, in relationships, in conversations, ego is so rampant. You know, if you're fighting with your partner and one of you thinks that you're right when you may not be or you kind of think you're not right, but you're like, oh, I'm going to fight it anyway. It's ego. It's that, you know, if you read The Chimp Paradox, which is an incredible book, it's the chimp, you know, banging its, its hands on its on its chest and going crazy in the back of your head. Whereas the human, the logic um, is at the front of it. And that's what controls ego. Ego is something that is covered like really in depth in stoic kind of principles. And to be honest, I think it's something that's covered in basically every uh, sort of philosophy or principle um, that exists, you know, over time. Buddhism, uh, I don't know, pick any other religion or type of mantra, you know, and that exists in, in different things. And, you know, it's important that you can identify it firstly, because it's easy for me to talk about, you know, ego this and ego that. But actually, when it's spotted, you know, things that are measured can be improved. So if you can measure it, if you can analyse it and spot it, it makes a huge difference to how you can control it and then control everything else. I'm sure there's been times where your builder's done something silly and you're like, why have you done that? And you get angry and you get annoyed. There's times where someone says something and you instantly you're, you're riled up. You don't know why. But something set you off in that comment. And that little thing is something that's pricked your ego a little bit. And your ego gets, you know, like a little chip on your shoulder. And it wants to respond in a certain way. But if you can identify that, and if you can put a, a gap, which can be a, a breath, between the stimuli, i.e. the thing that's got your ego annoyed, and the response, which is, you know... <laughs> how you're going to well, respond to something, if it's going to be good or bad, or if it's going to be positive for you or worse for you, can affect your long-term relationships and your business success as a whole, right? 
Like ego is so so powerful. So first, if you haven't read the Chimp Paradox, a hundred percent read it because I'm going to kind of refer to things in it. If you haven't read any Stoic philosophy, I'd recommend Ego is the Enemy, Obstacle is the Way, and Stillness is Key, all by Ryan Holiday, and of course the Daily Stoic to read every day. How do you, you know, I think for me Ego you can look at it as some sort of creature or or some sort of negative energy that lives in your mind and wants to fight misery loves company and it is misery you know it wants arguments it wants aggression it wants to fight it wants to prove itself you know it wants to say i'm the best why are you messing with me you know no no i'm superior for whatever reason we all have this you know it's in us and we, we experience it daily and it may not come across as i want to be superior it may just come across as oh why are they saying that? Why are they doing this? And that's your ego. It's very easy in today's instant generation, you know, of instant DMs and WhatsApps and kind of responding quickly is the norm. You know, that if someone says something, we want to respond quickly. But, you know, is that necessarily the right thing to do? You know, like, is is it not better? If someone says something that maybe gets you a bit annoyed, you just go... And then you respond. And I guarantee you, one breath is all the gap you need between stimulus and response to tame that ego. Now, that's how I describe ego. as like a negative energy in your head that is, is, is always trying to screw you. And in a moment, it could feel great. And you could think, oh, I've got the upper hand. But if you have any self-awareness, afterwards, you'll slowly realize, nah, that was stupid. But there are some people who are just totally clapped and their ego is rampant and whether it's their own fault their upbringing who knows i'm not blaming anyone but you'll meet some people and they'll keep doing the wrong thing or they'll keep behaving inappropriately and you'll kind of hopefully realize it's their ego but it'll keep happening because no one will tell them any different or they're so oblivious and have no self like awareness that it will just carry on and you could try and help these people or, you know, depending on your relationship with them, you don't owe it to them or don't need to, you know? Like, if you meet someone, you become friends, and it's okay, okay, it's cool, but then the rampant ego comes out, even if it's you, right? If you're the rampant ego, or they are, you don't need to hang out with that person, you know? If they're, if they're the person with ego, you do not need to hang out with them because they're never going to see their own perspective and understand it. Now, this is important in property and business because you're going to meet people like this. They could be the best solicitor in the world. It could be the best graphic designer in the world. But if their ego means they don't listen to feedback, they don't take things seriously, and they're not working effectively, and they're annoying you, don't work with them. Because they're not the best X, Y, Z if they can't have this self-awareness. So just be aware of people like this, because also it can be disguised quite easily, especially if they are manipulative as well. You know, If they're manipulative, they can easily have an ego. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it like that when you know they're still just like oh, whatever i'm totally right i'm just lying for the sake of it so be careful um learn how to identify it uh i think you know pride is kind of a word which i know it has a positive meaning but it also can represent ego you know like i think the total opposite of ego is having well no ego but it's also being humble and it's also not being bothered by things and it's also not getting riled up by things and understanding that you know a lot of the issues we have or the anxiety we have is created in our head and then becomes sort of real 
only in our own head that we then have an ego about. So it's important for us to live ego-free, but also to spot those who have egos. And if we care about them, then help them. And if you don't, then you don't. There's 7.3 billion people on the planet. You don't have to care about everyone or be friends with everyone or whatever, you know? Right? But, like, it is everywhere. And it, it, it probably is doing a lot of things behind the scenes for you and for me and everyone else that we don't realise. Um, but it's important to get rid of that. Now, a few ways you can do this is the most powerful is that stimuli and um, response gap. Take a deep breath. You don't have to respond straight away. Maybe come back later. And maybe come back later. If someone says something to you, like the second tip is, you know, question it. Did they mean that personally? Is it their tone of voice? Is it the way they speak? Is it the way they write? Is it they're just being really direct and I'm just being sensitive? You know, like, did they mean it to me? Um, and I think the third way, sometimes you have to just, and this is probably all the time, actually, you have to just accept that, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, the person is, you know, like, like the driving example, how many bad drivers will give off attitude and arrogance when they are very, they're factually, they're objectively, let's use the highway code here, they are bad drivers, they're unsafe. How many of them will give off attitude because of their ego? Like, the you know, all of them. I've never seen, very rarely have I seen a bad driving incident where someone's like, oh, sorry, it's my fault. Like, rarely, you know? So you have to accept that people are going to be people, you know? Potatoes going to potate, tomatoes going to tomate, and haters going to hate, you know? You just have to accept that... <laughs> It is what it is, you know. Not everyone can control your ego. It takes years and years and years and lots of reading and lots of time and lots of life experience and lots of mistakes and ruining relationships to get to this point. Sometimes you just have to accept that it is what it is. And, you know, you can either be upset about it, but you can't change it, or you accept that you can't change it and you carry on living your best life, you know. That acceptance that, you know, and I guess... <laughs> You know, it kind of, it's kind of like accepting injustice. I mean, look at the world. It's full of injustices, right? But if you sit there and think about it, how un, like how terrible the world is and all the things that happen to people and even in established countries like America, which is shit, and, and, and even the UK, you would just, you would become like clinically depressed because there's so much of it going on. It's the same thing with ego. You have to just accept that it is everywhere, you know? Like politicians, biggest ego, everything about them. Not even like, not just certain, like a lot of them right and you have to kind of accept it and work on yourself and actually use that as a message and as a warning like i do not want my ego to be like that you know some people exist there's a saying some people exist uh, only to serve as a warning <laughs> it's quite harsh and it's not my own sayings believe it or not but you know you you see some truth in there right like there are definitely people you look up to and there's definitely people you don't look up to. In fact, you kind of look at and think, okay, I don't want to do that, you know? That's not me. And that's cool. Like, you need a balance of people that, you know, will show you what to do and what not to do. So those are my tips for, for removing ego. But just, like, remember, you you don't have to work with anyone. You don't have to do business with anyone. You don't have to buy a house off someone. You don't have to use them in your... Like, you do not have to. But the easier you can identify ego and the more self-realization and 
self-awareness you can bring to your business, I promise you, you will go further. You'll make more friends. You'll have a better brand. You'll have a more, much more positive impact on people. But also, you, I, I think you'll be happier because it's not nice getting riled up by everything and having an ego that wants to fight everyone and anything and ruin relationships, you know, and, and make a cutting comment when you could have made a very objective comment to someone, you know? There's times where I've made comments and there's probably in recruitment and then the relationship basically ended because my ego was like, oh, well, you, you know, you didn't do this, you didn't say this. And I could have said it totally different, you know? So always try and make a gap between stimulus and response as the biggest advice I can give you for anything even any problem because if someone comes to you and says oh you know I I messed up sorry you know we'll we'll get it fixed your ego's thinking oh shoot oh shit you fuck it up I'm gonna why did you do that why do I work with you you're useless what you should do is okay I understand I'm, I'm, I'm not angry I'm just disappointed and I expected more Let's talk this through. Why did this happen? Let's figure it out. And it also comes along with like, maybe my last tip is is kind of being a bit more carefree. You know, there's a book, I haven't read it, but I've heard it's incredible, called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson, I think. And this is kind of like a bit like stoic philosophy, maybe some samurai philosophy in there as well. Of, And I think I follow this quite well, is just not caring. You know, like what matters? Tell me what matters. Your friends, your family, your relationships. The way you feel, your comfort, your your kids, your your pets, whatever, right? That's what really matters. So all this business stuff, all this ego, all this my, what does it really mean? You know, like what like what actually really really matters? And when you become more carefree, and when I say carefree, it doesn't mean yeah, loan me a hundred grand and I'm just gonna run off to the Cayman Islands or like yeah, don't worry about the project. It's It'll make a bit of money. No, 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 of course not. You have to be incredibly diligent in property. But what I mean is your attitude needs to be problem-solving focused. Don't state problems. State the solutions. If someone comes to me with a problem, I don't even, like, honestly, like, for me, since a year ago, I don't bother with anything. All I say is, what's the solution? What's the cost? How are we going to do this? Okay, other alternatives? Cool. Get it done. Let me know when it's done. Happy days? Cool. That tone of voice, that emotion, whatever. What's the point of going up and down and fighting with your ego and fighting with yourself when your ego is saying, oh, well, they messed up, blah, blah, blah. You should do better than this. Oh, you're not doing very well. You should be doing quicker. Versus your computer who's just like, get it done, you know? And you could say it's emotionless. And yeah, I think it is. But, you know, arguably some of the best business decisions are done without emotion. You know, maybe, maybe not. But look at identifying ego look at yourself and look at people around you just just has an exercise sit there and think who is displaying symptoms of of an ego you know who seems to have one you know because honestly i think every little negative thing we do as a society and as humans and individuals can be put down to ego let's have let's do a challenge if you want send me a dm on instagram tej.talks and name something that that we do negatively as a person or society and let me see if i can link it to ego i i am 99% 99% sure I'll be able to do it for anything. So I hope this podcast has been useful. Hope you enjoyed my my sort of uh, more relaxed, you know, lockdown voice that I'm, I'm doing right now to talk about ego. And I hope you're staying safe and well and um, staying alert of, yes, of, of life. 
If you like this podcast, connect with Tej on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube for more great content.